Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the weekend edition of the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater. Thank you, Bill. Here's what's happening this week in America. Presidents in Texas, fires in Texas, voting in Vermont, and crime in Japan. That's all coming up. Then Bill's going to be here with your message of the day. But first, both President Biden and former President Trump were at the Texas border yesterday. Biden was in Brownsville, Texas, which has seen a major drop of illegal immigrants. By the way, the White House now calls them, you ready for, you ready for the new word for illegal immigrants? Newcomers. Trump was, it's beautiful. Trump was in Eagle Pass, which of course has been completely overrun. Biden's location, there's no razor wire, there's no Texas law enforcement, like there's been an Eagle Pass for a long time now. Meanwhile, a federal judge in Austin, Texas, ordered the state to suspend the law that would allow state law enforcement to arrest and detain people that they expect enter the country illegally. That law was set to go into effect on Tuesday. Speaking of Texas, the wildfires there, one of them is now the largest in state history. The previous largest was 2006, the East Amarillo Complex Fire, 1,400 square miles. This one's now 1,700 square miles and growing. There has been some rain and snow, which has helped things. The Texas Agricultural Commissioner, Sid Miller, said that cattle deaths could be in the thousands. Some towns now hard to recognize, melted street signs, charred trucks, homes, burned to rubble. A few years ago, the town of Brattleboro, Vermont changed the town's charter. But before it would go into effect, it required the state legislature to approve it, which they did, but the governor vetoed it twice. Well, the Democratic-controlled legislature in Vermont just overrode the governor's veto. So now, 16- and 17-year-olds in Brattleboro, Vermont can vote in local elections. They wanted to allow 16- and 17-year-olds to serve on the local school boards, but that, that wasn't approved. I think we're all aware of the crime problem in America today, but I would like to make you feel better about it on this Friday because Japan has a crime issue too. According to a local Japanese newspaper, a principal of a middle school in Japan was fired. He's 59 years old. He walked into a convenience store, paid 75 cents for a coffee, but when he went to the self-service coffee machine, he pressed the button for the coffee that cost $1.25. And he was fired. Now, before you go saying, Slater, is that it? That's, all the, that's the only reason he got fired? Turns out he did that seven times. So he's a serial thief. 
a repeat offender. He said, I should have been a better example to the students at my school. There are criminals all over this world. I'm Mike Slater, Bill O'Reilly with your message of the day. Next. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. As predicted here, the movie Oppenheimer is sweeping the film awards and will win the Best Picture Oscar as well. The motion picture industry is collapsing, and this flick represents a quality throwback production that has earned more than a billion dollars in worldwide box office, so there's no way Oppenheimer doesn't prevail. At the Screen Actors Guild Awards over the weekend, the brilliant Robert Downey Jr. won Best Supporting Actor for his role in Oppenheimer and then did something shocking. He thanked Mel Gibson for helping Downey when he was having a hard time. In 2006, Gibson, you might remember, was inebriated, made some anti-Semitic comments. Well, Hollywood canceled him, even though Gibson showed remorse. So Downey showed compassion and courage by acknowledging that Gibson employed him while he was being shunned for substance abuse. Of course, Downey's statement drew fire from the despicable internet gutter snipes. Remember, the film industry is run by a very few people who demand total political conformity. The industry is a brutal place if you do not toe the line. Robert Downey Jr. showed true character in doing what he did. He showed courage and compassion, and his legacy should reflect that. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. Let's go to the mail. We got Jillian. Bill, I think this is one of your great, your best columns. This is the one I wrote yesterday the Trump dilemma. You lay out everything about Trump in what I believe is fair and impartial way, and you're not emotional about it, which is more than I can say for the mainstream media. Dr. Eduardo, uh, I agree with everything you said in your piece. This is a dilemma, and I can understand all too well why President Trump feels the way he does. Swamp progressives left have hounded this man mercilessly over eight years. There's no end in sight. It's true. He's angry, and I understand his anger, too. But if he wants to really help the country, he's got to discipline himself. Carlos Fernandez, Santander, Spain. I've been to Santander. Very nice town. I'm perfectly content to let Nikki Haley stay in a race because she's helping the Democrats make the case against Donald Trump. I would never vote for her because she's a hypocrite and a phony. I don't know if she's a hypocrite and a phony. I haven't seen that. I don't particularly like her, but... I haven't seen that. Donna Gordon, Lexington, Kentucky. Can the family of the Georgia victim sue the Biden administration for her death? Yeah. But they have to do it in a shrewd, calculated way. Rob Rumbaugh, Mechanicsburg, Virginia, would love your take on the CBS firing of Catherine Herridge. It's outrageous, seizing her confidential file. 
Look, the reason I haven't weighed in on the Catherine Herridge story is because I don't know what it is. And neither do you and neither does anybody else. Ms. Herridge hasn't said a, th- a word. Her attorneys haven't said a word, and I assume she has them. I don't know what CBS did or why they did it. How am I going to analyze a story like that? I'm waiting for either Catherine herself, whom I know, or one of her attorneys to define the story, and then I can analyze it. Can't analyze stuff you don't know. It doesn't stop most people, but it stops me. In a moment, something you might not know. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe, download now the truth. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 332 years ago, one of the darkest periods in American history began in colonial Massachusetts. The religious hysteria destroyed hundreds of families and claimed the lives of 20 innocent people. Here is the story of the Salem witch trials. The fear of witchcraft began in Europe during the 13th century. By 1692, the phobia spread to North America. In February of that year, young girls began suffering fits. Soon, they claimed to have been attacked by unforeseen forces during the night. The children accused three villagers in Salem of consorting with the devil. A Caribbean slave named Tituba, Sarah Good, a homeless woman, and Sarah Osborne, an elderly lady. Well, over the next 15 months, dozens were put on trial. The youngest, just four years old, she implicated her own mother as a witch. During the proceedings, the alleged victims would shriek, faint, and scream profanities. The methods used to detect the devil were bizarre. Suspects were stripped and searched, their bodies scoured for signs of Satan. In the end, most of them confessed to being witches because if you did that, they wouldn't hang you. Well, the frenzy lasted more than a year. 200 people were tried, 30 found guilty, 20 executed, others imprisoned for long periods of time. The governor of Massachusetts finally stopped the madness when his own wife was accused of being a witch. And here's something else you might not know. The hunt for Satanists was not confined to New England. The worst witch hunt in human history occurred in Central Europe. During the Protestant Reformation, religious factions waged war for control of Germany and France. Each side accused the other of doing the devil's business. Between 1500 and 1692, more than 500,000 alleged witches were executed in Europe, 90% women. For more incredible stories about the horror of Salem, Massachusetts, please check out my book, Killing the Witches. Back after this. That is the weekend edition of the O'Reilly Update. For more news and honest analysis, 
Please go to BillOReilly.com.